Blog Talk Radio. Hey, it's 347-884-9211. Yeah, we're live right now, so 347-884-9211. 8849211 Hello, this is Robbie Motter, the host of Blog Talk Radio, Diva Strategies for Success, where each week I bring you a dynamic guest from across the country with a great topic. Today my guest is going to be Adrea Bauer. She's a self-development online dating expert, author, And she is the author of Mismatch, Become the Queen of Online Dating in a Skinny Minute. It is now estimated that one in five new couples meet online. Millions upon millions of men and women are now utilizing the Internet, not only to keep in touch with family and friends, but as a vital resource in looking for love. At this point, in time, the majority of the single dating population has experimented with online dating. Everyone knows a friend with a success story. Drea Bauer's success has been not simply been dating the man of her dreams, but more importantly, becoming the woman of her dreams. She will share her success strategies for online dating and for life. She is the author of the new book, Mismatch, Become the Queen of Online Dating in a Skinny Minute. Look for her flame. She found her fire. She is our guest today to teach us how to navigate the superhighway of love in the online community. More about Drea. She is a graduate of USD School of Law and Tony Robbins Master University and Leadership Programs. She can boost achievements in other disciples as well, becoming a neuro-linguistic programming NLP practitioner, completing extensive hours training with David Dita personally, author of The Way of the Superior Man, being inducted as a oneness blessing giver, attending PACT training with Alison Armstrong, sitting in silence for 11 hours a day at a 10-day this Pasana mediation meditation retreat and becoming certified in temporal dynamics and hypnotherapy. Drea is currently a practicing attorney, real estate broker and developer, executive producer of an environmental film, a constable commissioned by the by the governor, a board member of several nonprofits, and an award-winning author. Her website is mismatch.us. Welcome, Drea, to the show. We're so happy to have you. It's a pleasure Hello. to be with y'all today. Hey there. It's a pleasure to be with y'all today. What mo- what were you- why were you motivated to write the book? Yeah, it's just such a hot topic these days. Everybody is meeting online. I mean, they say, you know, one out of three or four couples. In fact, I was at a dinner party this weekend, and sure enough, there were four couples there all discussing how they met, and one of those was from online dating. So it's such a great resource, and... You know, self-development is always such a fun topic for me because I love anything that can improve the quality of our lives and really make us enjoy our time here so much more. Why would you say online dating? Because online dating is a a never-ending resource of potential matches for us. So it's such a great way for people to develop their skills of dating and of personal interaction with people. So it's it's every time they want to try a new a new 
resolve something that they they want to experiment with, you know, with the way that they're interacting with people. They can learn and practice dating skills. They can use, learn and practice human resource skills. It's what I call my Groundhog Day approach. If, if you try something on a partner or, or on a date or on a phone conversation and you don't get the response you'd like, then you try something different. They say communication is 100% in how it's received, so this gives you the opportunity to try different avenues and experiment and find what works for you. And, and when you see what you like, what you're getting, then, then that's a, a good indication that you're doing things how, how you want them in your life. So I, I think it's a great resource, again, for people to to expand on who they are and to really try out things, and particularly dating skills and interpersonal skills with another person. How do you choose an online dating site? Well, again, right now the market is just flooded. There are so many, and there are so many great niche sites. So if you have something in particular that you're interested in, like I know a lot of people have pets and they love them and they want other people with pets, and there are sites for that. There are sites for different age generations, and that's great. There's, you know, seniors can meet at one location and then young people can meet in another. So those niche sites are great, and then there are also more mainstream sites like Match.com and eHarmony, and those are wonderful as well because those allow people to, to expand their market. And sometimes we don't even know the qualities we might want in a partner until we see them in front of us. So I, I encourage my clients to play around with a couple of different ones. They don't have to choose just one and, and see what feels right for them. What makes a good profile for a person? Well, you know, profiles are very individual, so, you you know, people need to put in what, what they're comfortable with. I encourage my clients not to be too specific in, in what they put on a profile because, again, sometimes we find ourselves with a partner and, and things happen that we would never expected that are beautiful gifts because of qualities we didn't look for. So I think it's better when you're open and, and really allow yourself to try new adventures with different partners. But in your profile, you're going to want to have certain things. If there are certain musts that you can't live without, like some people have religious preferences or you know ethnic interests that, that are non-negotiable for them. So if there's something that's a non-negotiable, you want to include that in your profile. Otherwise, I wouldn't make it too specific. Tell a little bit about yourself so they can get a good feel of who you are. You don't want to use generic things like I'm a funny girl or I'm a great girl. You want to put something a little bit more personal, maybe you know something a little bit more if they can feel a little bit more experiential with you. So maybe describe what your ideal day would look like or something to that effect rather than just saying I like to have a good time or, you know, there are certain phrases that seem to be in many profiles. You know, I'm Bonnie looking for Clyde. I, I like to be able to wear a... a you know, jeans and a hat or dress up for a night on town. So you want to be, be a little bit more unique so that the people looking at your profile can get a good feel for who you really are at your core. Because that's what it's based on, right? All connection is based on human emotion. So we want to, you know, elicit a feeling from them when they read your profile that lets them indicate what kind of person that you are and they can see if it would be a good fit by that. What makes a great photo for the site? A great photo. Wow, that's a good one. So there are so many photos on the sites that have all kinds of things in the background, maybe other people, pets. I encourage my clients not to have all those things in their pictures, to just have clean pictures of them, you know, a, a, a body shot so that people can see a floor, you know, head to toe, and then, you know, a head shot where they can see your face. The other things are too distracting, and also people can read in things, and they might not even be accurate things, like if you have 
a photo made at a friend's house or something, people might have seen that's your house and they might, you know, determine things that they like or don't like by virtue of your surroundings. So I also encourage clients when they're looking at profiles to look at the things around the pictures because, again, it's a good indication uh, of what's going on in that person's life. So when you're putting up your photos, again, I, I would say make them very clean, just you. Um, I encourage people to get professional shots because it makes all the difference. The lighting, the makeup, it really is a two-dimensional art. So we're, you know, multi-dimensional people. It's very hard to capture, you know, the essence of a person. But if you have a professional, they've had much experience, again, with the lighting and the angles of really capturing your, your, your best face forward. So if you can't afford or just don't want to go to a professional, I encourage people to try, you know, photography schools or friends with a hobby of that. Play around, and we all have pictures of us that are good, and we all have those that aren't as good. So we want to we want to put our best ones out there because we we want to attract in our our reciprocal mate. So it, it's it's very important what we choose and the energy that's in our pictures that we're posting to the world. What should I say in an email? <laughs> so <laughs> emails are fun. So this is a you know it's other than your profile, it's the next step in really getting to know a little bit about the person. I encourage my clients to keep them short, but, you know, to, to if, particularly with the women, I like for the men to approach the women. So if it's a woman interested in a man, I would encourage her to do more, no more than either look at his profile, because when you look at a profile, people can see that you've looked at the profile, and typically men will check that, and if they're interested, they will come back to you and wink or send you an email. But if a woman really wants to, I would say just wink or just some kind of indication of interest, I don't encourage them to put the first email out there. With men, I would say read the profile of the woman and pick something interests you about it. Maybe particularly you could say something about, oh, I see you like to run marathons. Um, you know, I like to run on the beach too. When was your last marathon? Something to engage them, something that's, that's in their text of maybe the profile that would be interesting and you could start a conversation around and get a little more information. And then I would say a couple emails back and forth, again, just to, to make sure, sure certain you're comfortable with them and get a good feel for them. And then I would take that offline to a phone conversation because you're really not going to get as much information via text or via email, as you will, by the inflection of their voice and talking to them on the phone. What if they don't respond to uh, to an indication of interest or email? So if they don't respond, I encourage my clients not to take it personally. If you put something out there and they're you know they don't seem interested, or you never know what's going on in that person's life. You never know what their backstory is, or you know if they're dating someone else, or if they've got a lot going on at work. So I just really encourage my clients not not to take it personally. Even if they've actually gone out on a date with the person and they had a fabulous date and then they never hear back. You know, we we never know what's going on in another person's life. Unless you walk a mile in that person's shoes, you just don't know. So it's it's not about my clients. It's you know, it's about them learning and growing, but they can't take it personally when people are not responsive in the way that they want. So Every opportunity is a great opportunity for growth. And, and when somebody doesn't respond, that's just another learning experience, just an, another person on the way to finding your ultimate partner. What is your Groundhog Day approach? I mentioned that a little bit earlier. The Groundhog Day approach is, is so much fun because, again, we have an, an unlimited audience with online dating. And in life and in, with online dating, if you don't get what you want, if you're not getting the type of responses that you want, try a different approach. So if you're not getting the emails or the winks that you want, 
change something in your profile, maybe change the pictures, maybe change the language in your profiles. And if that doesn't work, try something else. So same in life. If you are at work and you're not getting, you know, the raise or the position you want, try changing your approach. And if that doesn't work, change it again. So keep shifting until you find an approach that does work. Again, communication is 100% in how it's received. So if you find that people aren't understanding, you know, the information that you're giving them in the way that you want, try changing that approach. I did this with my response to why are you online dating. It seemed every date asked me this when I was online dating. And, it, you know, it was kind of funny because they were online dating too, but they're like, you're so successful, you're so smart, you're so beautiful. Why are you online dating? And I developed a response that I was very comfortable with that really identified why I was on there and that they were responsive to. And, and this is what it is. For me, online dating was an amazing opportunity to meet people that I wouldn't in my normal life. I didn't go to work any longer at a job. I was self-employed, and I didn't go to school. So it allowed me an opportunity to meet men that I would not meet in my ordinary course. So it was a great opportunity to expand my opportunities for meeting my possible partner. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, how do you go from online to offline? Again, when I was talking a little bit earlier, I think that it's great, you know, to connect first online, but you definitely want to get that offline so you can get that inflection in their voice and, and the words and the tonality, and you just get so so much more of the physiology behind it when you can actually hear someone's voice. So you, you want to get offline as soon as possible into the phone. So I encourage my female clients, if the man hasn't, you know, said, oh, what's your phone number, to give them a little nudge and let them know that it's okay. So maybe, like, I'd love to hear the sound of your voice, or if they ask a question, well, I'd love to tell you that, you know, on the phone, those kinds of things. So I, I'm a little bit traditional, so I come from the South, and I don't like to be forceful with men, but I, I like to let them know that it's okay and, and that I feel comfortable at this point expanding to a phone conversation. So maybe just some kind of indication that says, okay, let's take it to the phone. And with gentlemen, too, they can simply ask for, you know, would you be comfortable at this point? Can, can I get your phone number and text or call you? So it's good to, to maybe have two or three emails and then move it along to the phone conversation. And then that was being the purpose to get to an actual online in-person date, you know, a phone conversation and not, you know, 10 hours, but, you know, maybe, you know, some some talking about some things maybe in the profile or some other explorations. But then that was being with the purpose to get to a real live in-person date. Because, again, until you're in front of someone, literally physically in front of someone, you're not going to know the full chemistry. So I don't like my clients to get caught in a fantasy world of non-reality where they're building this relationship and falling in love with somebody and they aren't sure about the chemistry. I think it's a great a great way to start a foundation. But, again, we want to get live and in person because there's certain things in a person's physiology and maybe even the way they smell or, you know, their touch. Those things are what people call chemistry. And, again, you don't know that. You can't really judge that until you're live in, in front of someone. What are some uh, What are some safety tips for online daters? Well, we want to be safety first, safety, safety, safety. We want to be safe in anything we do. And, of course, Smart women, smart men, they, they know how to keep themselves safe. But always when you go out with someone, particularly that you've never met, you want to make certain you tell a friend, maybe even give them their phone number or their, you know, their username so that there's some information there. Meet in a public place. Again, maybe not let the, the friends know where that's going to be and what time and what time they can call and check up on you. Never leave your drink alone. Never leave your purse alone. Never drink too much on the first day because, again, you don't want to put yourself in harm's way. And we all have that, that internal guidance that's protecting us. So we really want to 
use that emotional IQ and our, our intuition and, and, you know, really pay attention to what's going on. But, again, also do those things that just automatically will keep you safe. Meet in a public place. Make sure there's somebody that knows where you're going and how to check up on you. And just, again, keep all your personal items within your grasp and never leave your drink alone to where anything can be put in it or that kind of thing. And, again, do not drink too too much because the cute drunk girl at the bar is never that cute. <laughs> That's true. How do you know if they are misrepresenting themselves in the profile or picture? Well, there are a lot of ways that you can read things into a profile. You can literally look and see if everything is consistent. Then if you email with them, you can see if those kinds of things match up. You can look at the pictures and see if that seems to match the language that they're speaking in the profile. I encourage my clients to look for negative language, like I don't like to, you know, meet for coffee on the first date or I don't like to, you know, do this or that or my ex-girlfriend was like this. Any negative language you want to be particularly conscious of because it's generally not the kind of relationship you want to start building at the beginning. So, again, anything negative in their profile, any don'ts, any I don't, I no, 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 those kinds of things, a lot of times that will indicate they're jaded or scorned by a, a previous relationship and maybe not yet healed. So you want to look for that specific language and, again, congruencies. You know, does what they're saying in this email seem to match up with the person that they claim to be in this, this profile? And, again, we want to trust our intuition and just play it smart. That makes sense. How do you prevent a bad date? Well, in my experience, there are no bad dates. As long as you do the, the pre-screening and, you, you know, you read the profile really take the time to evaluate it and make sure it seems like somebody that you would have some shared interest with. Every day can be a great day. It doesn't mean there's a love connection, but if you go in with the attitude, I'm going to enjoy this person, I'm going to learn about them, I've done my homework so I know we have enough in common and enough similar interest to where we're going to have things to talk about, then you just go and have a great time. Let the evening lead where it might, but no expectations, but just to get to know a new person. What are some of the body language cues that he or she that he or she likes you? I love body language, and I love to pay attention to it. And again, we often do this unconsciously. Our intuition picks up on it. You know, like, oh, they must really like us, or you know, oh, that doesn't feel good. But you know, there are typical things like crossed arms, crossed legs, any crossed body parts, or or shrugged shoulders, trying to like close the heart and protect it. Open body language, open palms, open, you know. Hard, you, can, you can get a feel for those things. Women tend to like to be face-to-face, while men t- typically like to be side-by-side. So there are differences in the sexes as well and how they respond and how they like to engage in things. Uh, sometimes men will put their hands near the genitals. Women might stroke the hair or, or stroke their lips in order to indicate interest. And they may not even realize that they're doing it, but these subtle cues are there inherently in nature. How do you improve the quality of your life by online dating? Well, again, as we were discussing, online dating is an unlimited resource for connection. So you can keep you can keep dating people and learning about yourself and learning about other people and how to interact, what kind of response you get when you interact a certain way. So it's just really a limitless potential to meet your partner and, again, to, to engage with other people. And it, it can be so much fun if you just have the right attitude going in. Again, if you go in without expectation other than to have a great time and get to know people, then you're going to fulfill that. And, and, again, that can be a friend. That can be, you know, your ultimate partner in life. But just having that attitude of where this is going to be a great experience, I'm going to learn, grow, and have fun with it no matter what the outcome is. 
How can people get more information or support in online dating? Well, they are more than welcome to come to my site, missmatch.us, because it's all about us connecting. So that's M-I-S-S-M-A-T-C-H dot U-S. There are over 80 free blogs, all kinds of great information on doing your profile. You can get on the email list so that you can find out about upcoming events. You can buy a copy of the book there. Again, Mismatch is becoming the queen of online dating in a skinny minute, and that's mismatch.us. They can also email me if they have any questions or want some further information. I love your book cover. It is so fabulous. Thank you. How did you fall into doing this? Because you have such a varied background. You know, I love self-development, and I love all all of the psychology that can improve the quality of our lives, so I wanted to share that. And, you know, Napoleon Hill got it right as far as think and grow rich. Those are such great principles. I wanted to do it in a way that was fun and user-friendly for for a different type of exploration. And so many people are looking for their, their partner life, and now online dating is such a great resource to find your ultimate partner. So it just seems like timing-wise and as far as, what you could do with it, it was just such a great match, and I love them. I love online dating, and I love self-development. So it was a, a great tie-in together to be able to, to use both of those together to really help people create the quality of life that they want. In, in writing your book, did you take a lot of the principles that you yourself used in your Absolutely. life? Absolutely. I, in the book, it is all the best self-development tools that I've ever learned from all the study and all the research and all the exploration. And, you know, self-development is in, it's in churches. It is in, you know, sports. It's in, you know, things that are labeled self-development. But these principles are overlapping. They're all fundamental psychology principles that help us improve the quality of our life. Like, for instance, with athletes, you know, coaches are always telling them, visualize winning, visualize crossing the finish line. Same in, you know, in church, if you ever listen to Joel Osteen, he'll talk about actually doing the visualization processes. And then in self-development, same thing. They talk about, you know, picture yourself married with your husband. What does it feel like? So these processes work. They, again, they're just fundamental things that actually laws of nature that work. So I love sharing them so that people can really get a good sense of, you know, this can help me achieve my goals because, again, they're cross-contextual. They work, and like people call it prayer or meditation. However you want to phrase it, whatever you know, higher source or higher consciousness you're comfortable with, all of these principles are laws of nature that actually work. So I found the best ones in the world, and I put them together in one easy, digestible format that's fun to use. Because, again, not only do we get to learn all these great self-development tips, but we get to use them in one of the most fun things to do, dating. Give them the name of your book again. Is mismatch. Become the queen of online dating in a skinny minute. I love it. I love it. The other thing <laughs> is I wanted to ask you, um, you mentioned working with clients. So what do you do when you have, uh, how can someone become a client and what, what? how do you help them? Absolutely. Uh, if they go to the website, mismatch.us, again, it's all about us connecting, they can um, sign up and get emails. They can also go to a coaching inquiry and that is with me personally. So if they if they want to go under that information, they can send me an email and we'll be in touch. But I do do coaching with clients and really enjoy that. And some experience. of your coaching, you help them in writing their um, thing to place online. Absolutely, or yeah. We do all kinds of stuff. So I work with them from everything to preparing a profile to actually going out on dates 
you know, and anything in between. Sometimes they need help with things that are going on at work. Sometimes it's in their personal life. So it covers the full spectrum. I was actually working with a blind client, and it was such a great experience to, to help him really, you know, change the quality of his profile and really find some dates that were that were accepting and in his realm. So it was really, I just love working with people one-on-one. Well, the book sounds great. And, again, they can get it on mismatch.us. Is that right? Is there yes, any ma'am. other places to buy the book? Or of course, that? Amazon, Amazon.com, yes, absolutely, all the other outlets. And there's well, Kindle and there's a paperback. Oh, you have it on uh, Kindle as well, huh? That's yeah, great. Yes, I am. Okay, so everybody check out her website. Her name is Drea Bauer, B-A-U-E-R, and she's known as the self-development online dating expert and the author of Mismatch, Become the Queen of Online Dating in a Skinny Minute. Again, the other website is mismatch.us. Drea, it's been wonderful having you as my guest, and I'm going to encourage everybody that wants to find that ideal person to get on your website and start reading your blog and get all the valuable information that you put out there because it is fabulous. And I well, thank, thank you so much. So much. It's been a pleasure. Uh, anything last minute you'd like to say to our listeners? Sure. Just remember that each one of you is a, is a unique emanation of God on this planet. We're all special in just the way that we were created. And we can improve the quality of our lives, but we are a perfect emanation of God. And so there will never be another one exactly like you. And I'm just so grateful, again, to all my clients and all the people that I've learned for. And I, I love the uniqueness of each of us. And Sometimes those things that we think that might be our flaws are the things that make us so special and so attractive to another person. Well, again, thank you so much, and keep me, if you get another book out there, let me know, okay? (laughs) Yes, ma'am. You have a great day. It was a pleasure. You too. Bye-bye now.